In a world where busyness is worn like a badge of honor, it's almost impossible to imagine breaking free from the shackles of success. Working long hours, skipping meals, missing or being late to important life events, constantly playing catch up, exhausted to the bones. This has been normalized, especially in the medical and healthcare arena. Practice owners are fleeing to corporate practices or leaving medicine altogether in hopes of recapturing their time and energy. But you are here for a reason and you've been searching for answers. Welcome to Thriving Practice. I'm your host, Tracy Cherpesky. I'm an executive coaching consultant and time leadership expert. I'm mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. I am on a mission to help practice owners take back at least one day per week for the rest of their careers so they can focus on healing their patients and falling back in love with their practice. Together we learn, connect with like-minded practice owners and medical business experts, and expand your connection to an international community of peers. In each episode, we discuss the business of medicine and healthcare, how to avoid the pitfalls of success, and how to improve the bottom line, paving the way to exquisite fulfillment in your career and life. Join us each week to learn how you can grow your practice while focusing on what you love most. You'll want to take notes. So let's go. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today for a new episode of Thriving Practice, the business podcast for medical and healthcare practices where we help provider owners grow their business, and take back their time. I'm coming at you, still recovering and getting my voice back. So bear with me in this slightly hoarse episode of the podcast. So today I'm speaking with Sam Heller of Pro CFO Partners, a company of 40 plus expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. What does that mean? That means they are fractional CFOs that bring huge amount of wisdom and strategic intelligence to the picture. So Sam talks to us today about the importance of understanding your numbers as a business owner so you know what they mean, the picture they're presenting, and so you can make decisions that align with your business goals. Sam was speaking my language when he talked about systems. It is so important to have the right systems in place to help you achieve your financial and business objectives. Something that seems really simple, like digitizing your intake process, can make a huge impact on the bottom line. Listen closely as he talks about what seem like small details, but that can have a big impact, particularly if even one detail is askew. Now, I love talking with numbers people because many practice owners shy away from talking about digging into their numbers. But I promise you that even an hour a week going over and understanding your numbers will be time well invested. Notice the use of the word invested instead of spent here. Let me say it again. I promise you that even an hour a week going over and understanding your numbers will be time well invested. Now, Sam highlighted the difference between the day-to-day accounting activities and the strategic role of a CFO, where with the CFO, going below the surface to focus on where you're making money and where you're not making money helps so you and your team can now focus on what makes the most sense to make your goals a reality. This is why you need to know your numbers and this is why you need a strategic finance person on your side. Sam shares a lot of wisdom. His parting wisdom is this. Make sure 
you're getting the financial information you need to understand and make strategic decisions to increase profitability. This is paramount. I know sometimes it can feel overwhelming to wear so many different hats as a business owner and and for you, our listeners, as a provider. But hopefully this episode will shed light on where you can outsource with high returns. So consider bringing in somebody who has that strategic financial background to help you make the right kinds of decisions and to put your energy and your focus where it makes the most sense. So you know what to do. Grab a beverage or a snack and settle in to listen to Sam and his incredible insights. Sam, it's so good to have you on the show. Thank you for coming today. Oh, it um, feels great to be here. I'm excited to share this topic as we were warming up. But, you know, I, I think that it's when we look at numbers in business, we talk about financial strategy. Sometimes my clients' eyes glaze over. It's not their favorite thing to talk about. But you provide a service that's so important and vital to growth and scaling and longevity in a business. So I'm really excited to dive in. Before we do, I'd love for you to share where you are. Okay. I am currently uh, in Boynton Beach, Florida, which is on the East Coast of Florida. And for those of you who don't know Boynton Beach, but might be more familiar with Palm Beach, uh, we're a little south of Palm Beach, a little north of Boca Raton. So right in the middle between those two. So that's where I spend most of my time. I also spend time in New York State. So uh, a few months a year in New York State, uh, basically during the summer, but most of the time here in Florida. So that's where I physically am. Not a terrible location. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So if you will, tell us a little bit about what you do and the company you're with, and, and we'll go from there. Okay. I am, my whole career has been a, as a chief financial officer, primarily in the healthcare provider side. Currently, I am working with ProCFO Partners. Uh, that ProCFO Partners is a, what's referred to as a fractional CFO, chief financial officer company. And what that means is we have a roster of approximately 40 uh, chief financial officers who have, uh, have many years of experience, each one of us. And our primary goal is to provide strategic advice on a part-time basis. Uh, We are not looking to fill full-time CFO positions. We don't think many companies need a full-time CFO. So we come in to provide that strategic advice. And what do I mean by strategic versus uh, day-to-day? Yes, everyone needs uh, an accounting staff or a bookkeeper uh, primarily to keep their day-to-day financial, their day-to-day uh, billing uh, to provide uh, financial reports and, of course, billing to customers. So that you need, and, pro- and that is uh, could be uh, on a full-time basis or an outsourcing basis. But where we come in, what we find out is that companies ha- get the numbers sometimes, not always. Where they don't, that's what you focus on right away. But even when you get the numbers, what do they mean? What does it mean when you look at the revenue? What does it mean when you look at expenses? What does it mean when you look at the balance sheet, which means your assets? Are you getting cash reports, for example? Uh, So that's different than revenue. Are you getting cash reports to show where you are from a cash basis? From a revenue basis, and uh, where is your revenue coming from? Where is it primarily coming? Do you have a large accounts receivable out there? Are you following up on your accounts receivable? And then once you look at those type of things, 
you start looking at diving in a little further uh, and you want to find out, okay, where are you making money? Do you know where? What kind of clients uh, are you making uh, money on? Where are you losing money? And why are you possibly losing money? You want to look at, again, the reporting that you're getting. Are you getting uh, income statements, balance sheets on a regular basis? Most important, you have budgets. Do you do budgets on an annual basis? Budgets give you a feel so you can report, so you can monitor where you are on an ongoing basis. Uh, are you on? Are you meeting your goals? Are you investing money where you wanted to meet? Can you set up a budget? Where Where do you want to spend your money? Are you spending your money in those areas? Then there's forecasting because the budgets are done one time, but then once you're into the year, are you doing forecasts to see if you're on target? Will you be on target at the end of the year? Are you meeting your goals? And so you need forecasting reports. You need to measure what are the most important metrics. Uh, so you understand, you need to establish those metrics and then follow up on them. I mentioned cash management, uh, basically. What is your current cash position? Are you doing cash projections? Are you going to meet? Uh, do you have enough in the bank to meet expenses that might come up that you haven't anticipated? And then, of course, we talk a little bit about profit management and most importantly, profit improvement. And you can do that by looking at various factors. Like I mentioned which clients are making money or not. Uh, what is your pricing model? Gross margin, we get gross margin. In other words, where you look at, you focus on the expenses or the fixed expenses, but what are the variable expenses? So those are the types of things that we bring in working with your controller, bookkeeper, accounting staff, and most importantly, working with you as the head of your company to focus on and understand and grow your profitability. Yeah, that's a lot. And I wonder if you could share with us why you know, why is it so important to have, obviously you have someone who does your daily and maybe your, you know, looking historical type day-to-day -day bookkeeping and billing and all of those things, but what would be the benefit of bringing someone like you in, like sort of broad strokes? Like what is kind of the difference between those and why would they want to bring someone like you in? Because the person, your controller type person or your bookkeeper, they're presenting the numbers to you. What we do is we take a look below those actual numbers. What's actually happening in your business along the lines that I just mentioned. And by doing so, it helps focus on where you're making money, where you're not making money. Uh, for example, on a cash basis, if your financials are being reported on a cash basis, you might think, oh, the cash is coming in, I'm doing well. But in fact, you might be billing well, but in fact, you might be losing money. So we take that deeper dive of working with you to show you exactly what's going on and where you can improve and increase profitability. And it almost sounds like a, like a deeper dive to look for the root cause. Like I've had a couple of clients who their revenues have increased tremendously and they don't understand then why they're losing money. <laughs> and my first thing is like, well, you know, you probably have some inefficiencies, but I also stay in my lane. So I'm, I could look at your balance sheet, but it wouldn't mean anything to me beyond, you know, looking at your balance sheet. Mm -hmm. So I always recommend that they bring someone in to do a deeper dive to look for where might you have leaks? What are the inefficiencies? There could be some operational inefficiencies as well, but it's hard to pinpoint that if you don't go below the surface. Exactly. So you could be spending, uh, you can 
say, I'm just going to increase my clients, for example, increase the number, and that's going to increase my revenue. It might increase the cash flow, maybe. Maybe yeah. increase your cash flow. So you say, wow, that's great. But how much time are you spending with that client? What resources are you putting in? What are the follow-ups? Are you really making money on that client? And that's what you have to find out because every client is not the same. And some just might be taking up so many resources that in fact, they're money losing, in, even though they're bringing in the cash. Mm -hmm. Or uh, the question is, how long is it taking you to get that cash? Is it a payer that's taking extraordinary amount of time in terms of follow-up? And by the time you get the cash, it's weeks and months later. So that, in fact, might not be where you want to go. So that's where you kind of the examples of where you take a deeper dive and better understand what's going on in your business. So specific to healthcare, and I'm thinking especially those who are primarily insurance you know, reimbursed, there's always a lag in, you know, between when they see a patient, when milling and all the coding and all of that happens, and then when they actually get paid. How do you help your clients, you know, prepare for that? Obviously, if they're an established practice, they may have some of that in place. But let's say they're, you know, one or two years old in practice, what would be something that you would suggest to them to start preparing for the lag in cash flow and, and receivables. The most important thing is, do you have the right systems so you know exactly what's going on? How long is it taking to get that bill out? Uh, how long is it taking for the insurance company to respond to you? How long is it taking you and your staff to then respond to whatever those insurance questions might be? I, mean, I just received yeah. a bill or a visit I made back in January, so uh, wow. 10 months ago, and I just received the bill. I don't get it. Uh, how could they not know they weren't paid? Uh, it seems they weren't paid for some reason by the insurance company. Is that because they did not have the right information to bill properly? But whatever happened, if they bill properly and they got denied, I should have been billed much, obviously, much sooner. So you need to make sure you're getting the right information from your billing department, uh, from your billing person, from your outsource. And every anybody, it's like basic stuff, especially in the healthcare field, because everyone knows in the healthcare field how difficult it is to deal with insurance companies. But that kind of information should be readily available. Yeah. I mean, this you you said one of my favorite buzzwords, which is systems. And this, this kind of comes back to something that I work on with my clients as well, which is like, what are the things that 95% of the time need to be done the same way always? So what can you systematize? And I would imagine that it's in every practice owner's best interest to get that billing system airtight <laughs> and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. as seamless as possible. And mm -hmm. in healthcare, the admin, the burden of admin is tremendous, right? There's so many details and so many things to chase down. But once, once they get that system in place, it's so much easier. So much Absolutely. easier. Uh, I am still somewhat amazed uh, walking into many doctor's offices, how many doctor's offices are still manual. In other words, they hand the patient uh, these forms and you have to complete these forms on a manual basis. And what if they don't put the right information on regarding their insurance company? What if they miss a digit or what mm -hmm. if the digit is not read well and then input into whatever system? 
So the first one of the first things I would look at is really how uh, can you go electronic? Uh, there are so many systems out there that are electronic that capture the information very easily, uh, and there. So that's the first system I would go to is uh, looking at electronic and understanding how you can get that information in uh, with it least number of errors because if you start with the wrong information obviously it's going to lead to uh, extensive uh, backlogs mm -hmm. so once you're there those systems are going to produce the right reports to you uh follow-up reports so you have to make sure you have the staff that understand those follow-up reports and follow up so if the insurance company does not uh, reply on a timely basis or ask questions that has to be properly planned and followed up but I think those are the most important things. I'm always blown away. And I actually have, as a, as a patient or a parent of a patient, very I have very little tolerance for lack of digitization. <laughs> like, what do you mean I have to handwrite answers to all these questions? I could have done this forum online in 10 minutes last night, you know, or three days ago or whatever before going into a new provider. So I always think it's it's interesting. But you know, thinking about even just the amount of time, because, you know, we do know, I hope we all know this by now, especially in business, time is money. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. all those time leaks become very costly. It's, um, this might be going a little bit into the weeds, but even thinking about like outsourcing some of those services, this is something mm -hmm. that some of my clients, something simple like payroll became a little bit of an issue for them. And I said, wait, 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 you don't outsource payroll? Like what? <laughs> you do it all in, what? You do it all in house. Wow. And it was, you know, it worked for a while, but then they grew and more than doubled in size and it became more complex. And then they have all these mm -hmm. different, you know, for their providers get paid a certain way and their techs get paid a certain way and their admin and so on and so forth. And so, you know, I directed them to a local accounting firm that also provides bookkeeping payroll services. And I said, whatever it costs, it'll be worth it. Trust me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing how much time and energy that frees up for the practice manager to go back to the high-level strategy and spend more time in, you know, the real money-making areas that are really important. It's hard to stay afloat in these times. I totally agree with that, uh, that they're excellent outsourcing types of services. You constantly have to look at them, uh, as you're saying, depending on are you outgrowing your current companies? Uh, but there's excellent service out there. You just have to give them the right information and stay on top of them. Also, and like anything else, they have to be managed once you outsource them, but it's not that hard to manage them. Corey and I have had a great outsource booking, uh, bookkeeping, payroll, billing, outsourcing firms, uh, but they never met with them. So they never, uh, so they provided the reports, but the reports weren't really used, uh, nor yeah. were they helpful. We set up uh, monthly meetings, and all of a sudden, my client is focusing on the numbers, focusing on profitabilities, focusing on some of the right clients. So yes, even if you outsource, you still have to talk to them, meet with them, work as a team. Yeah, and this is something that I think comes up a lot, is especially with the providers that I work with. You know, It's not mm -hmm. that they don't care, it's that they're their, their zone of genius, their main focus, what they're best at is providing healthcare services. And, you know, many of them seeking for root cause and trying to, you know, really help heal their patients. So they're not really wanting to manage all those moving parts. 
And this is something where no matter the size of the practice, I recommend every provider have a right-hand person who's their implementer, who goes and does the thing. Like they can be the visionary and they can be the provider and they can change their hats as, as necessary. But, you know, they really need someone who can take that, what needs to be done, right? Keeping track, managing their their contractors or whoever whoever is doing this this work for them and just have an idea of your numbers. So I love hearing that you have a system and you have you have like this structure in place so that you have regular meetings with your clients and it helps them stay focused and do what they need to do. But I'm also guessing even if it's a little bit more that they have to do, their time is much more freed up and their energy is much more freed up because they know, you know, they're collaborating with you, they're in partnership with you to grow and scale as they want and need. Tracy, I totally agree with that. And that's exactly where I and Pro CFL Partners come come in. To be a partner to the, uh, to the CEO, the president, the head of the company. Uh, many of our clients are entrepreneurs who started out, they're great, they're innovative, they're creative, uh, but they don't have the time or knowledge or expertise to properly follow up on the financial information. So what we do, and as any CFO in a company, but what we do on what we'll call a part-time basis, strategic basis, is provide the information in a fashion that the head of the company understands it and can make decisions. That's what we do. And you're right, it's going to take a little time. They didn't spend an hour, uh, a week maybe, or an hour every two weeks, whatever it is, to meet and understand the financials. But that hour becomes extremely valuable. It's an investment, right? Absolutely. I spend a lot of time talking about time, but if we look at time as an asset, then we start to look at it a little bit differently <laughs> and how we use it. And so I sort of like to say, are you doing, you know, $15 an hour tasks or are you doing, you know, a thousand or $10,000 an hour tasks? And when you go to that high level strategy, an hour a week could potentially pave the way for many times multiplying your revenues and your profitability. So it's very, very well invested. The, the return on that investment is high when we put our time and energy into the higher level strategic thinking and planning. And you get the whole team, not only uh, you, the, the head of the company, to focus, but you get, if you pull the team together, outsource team or whatever it is, billing team, the bookkeeper, the financial, the controller, the payroll, if it's uh, different, and you get them together, you begin focusing very quickly on the most critical areas. And everyone comes to whatever you're meeting to focused on, they better know their stuff because we're going to focus on it and ask questions. So it becomes a, an actuality in a lot of ways, a time saver. Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I wonder if... Um... I could ask you a couple more questions. <laughs> I always sure. always have like 15 questions floating in my head, but I'll just keep it down to two or three. What would you say is the most beneficial aspect of the work that you do for your clients? The most beneficial? Mm -hmm. I believe we've uh, focused on getting the right financial information in a concise, business-like fashion, business-like meaning the 
So the president and CEO understands the owner. They understand the numbers very quickly. And that's what we do. And then we'll go back and work with the different areas, uh, if necessary, to make sure they're giving, uh, providing this information that me as a CFO can then interpret and then provide the business information to uh, the head of the company. I really wanted to drive that home because I think a lot of times owners, if they hadn't already been a CEO in some other capacity, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes get really stuck in, you know, doing the work in the business, the day to day, the, in, you know, in the case of our listeners, providing care or, you know, putting out metaphorical fires. And it's challenging to go popping back up into that higher level view when there's so many day-to-day -day tasks that need to be done. But I really wanted to drive this home because an hour a week or however long it takes is time very, very well spent. And I would actually, just for you know, using stronger language, very well invested. And it's, I think it's imperative for every business owner to have a financial strategist on their side, whether it's, you know, in the role of a CFO, if it's a company that can support a full-time role, or if it's working with a fractional CFO, like someone from your company. I just really wanted to drive that point home. Absolutely. It has to be driven home. Uh, it's just from uh, my, myself and my fellow CFOs, I know what we really enjoy is when the owner of the company says, you know, I got it. And what does that mean? For example, uh, we talked about this before. You can say, increase the number of clients. I'm doing great. I increased my clients to twice as much in the last couple of months. But are those the right clients, as I mentioned before? And we hear that from our owners, customers, time and time again. I am now focusing on which clients I'm bringing in because I realize now based on these discussions we've had, that the clients I was, uh, all not all clients are the same, and some of the ones that I bring in, I'm just spending so much time with, or I'm not getting their insurance, is just not gonna pay me from six months, I can't do it. So maybe I have to have them pay up front or something mm -hmm. to that effect. In other words, the information becomes, is so helpful in making the right decisions. I think that that's, you know, it's challenging for a healthcare provider to think about each patient as dollar amount or you know financial value but this is why we switch hats when we have these conversations right okay you're not a doctor right now let's get rid of that or a dentist or a practitioner you are now a business person and so yeah we don't want you as a provider seeing dollar signs floating above people's heads when they walk in the door but you can be strategic about doubling down in areas that are more profitable, that bring in higher dollar amounts or pay faster or whatever whatever it is that you do, you find out that you need. If you can be strategic about that, then you can you know put your provider hat back on and get back and settle into loving what you do, showing up and providing the highest level of care, knowing that whatever the balance is, now you're in good shape. You don't have to worry about your finances because you know them, right? Because you're spending time getting to know them, but you're also being strategic about how you structure even the scheduling. You know, this is something that I work on sometimes with clients. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. you know, if you just let people come in at any given time, that's not very efficient, mm -hmm. you know? 
And if you need, if you know that you need, I don't know, let's say your, you know, your complex cases that need an hour consultation are usually the big payouts, then you need to make space on your schedule for that. And it needs to be like set in stone that it's available. You have X number available each week and you try to fill, you know, 80 to 90% of those each week. And mm -hmm. you know, again, I don't get into their numbers, but I can help them strategize how to make that work. So I just, I love that, that it's like you demystify the financial piece for your clients so they can maybe even sleep better at night, but also get back to doing what they do best. And Absolutely. It's, mm -hmm. it's a team effort. Having most of my career been in the healthcare field, I totally get the issue of focusing on finances versus providing healthcare to those in need. Mm -hmm. Totally get it. Uh, so I, I get it. My job, the CFO's job is to provide the information to make the right business decisions to the owner of the company uh, and to discuss these type of issues. Not And not to say, no, we're in it just to make money. You, you want to see as many people as you can. But you do have to make money so you can provide services to as many people as you want to. And some might be what we'll call uh, money losers, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, but scheduling times, uh, knowing which clients, that just helps you be able to service everyone uh, the way you want to. Absolutely. Well, I think our listeners are going to be intrigued and curious. And so I'm wondering where we can send people to find you and to learn more about uh, what you do and possibly working with you. Sure. Uh, the name again is Sam Heller. Uh, the company that I work for is Pro PRO CFO Partners. Uh, and you can reach us at ProCFOPartners.com. Uh, my phone number is 917-952-4430. And you can email me at sam.heller at procfopartners.com. Awesome. We'll put all of this in the show notes so it's easy to access. And the last question that I have for you is if you have any parting wisdom you'd like to share, like if there's one piece of advice that you could share with a business owner, what would it be? The one piece of information I would share is ask yourself the question, are you getting the information, the financial information you need to make strategic decisions to help you understand your business, uh, the information to help you understand and make the, what I'll call strategic decisions that you need to, to increase your profitability. I love it. And, and if you don't, you know, to our listeners, if your answer is no, or I don't know, this would be a great time to schedule a consultation with Sam. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Because, you know, it's okay not to know. And it, I think where money is concerned, there are no, you know, air quotes here, you know, bad questions or dumb questions. Like, look, not all of us have a degree in finance or have a background in strategic finance. And that's okay. It's, you know, just like we would bring an expert in if we had, you know, some rare genetic condition. It's the same thing. Like, we really want to bring in the best of the best so that we can thrive. And I think that that's really my biggest takeaway from our conversation is you got to bring someone in who can help you understand so that you can grow the way you want to grow or expand the way you want to expand or, you know, increase your profitability or achieve the goals that you have in mind. 
So I really appreciate you coming today, Sam. This has been a really, really enlightening conversation. Thank you. I've totally enjoyed it. I'll share everything in the show notes so that our listeners, you know, you all know how to get hold of Sam and learn more about working with a fractional CFO. Thanks for coming on, Sam. Thank you, Tracy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Thriving Practice. I appreciate you coming here week after week, dear listener, to listen and learn how to elevate your leadership, grow your practice, and to think and act like the high impact CEO provider that you're meant to be. I have one request of you. If you've benefited from this show, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review with your thoughts on the show. Your feedback and review help us get in front of other amazing practice owners just like you. Thank you again for listening and until next time.